Well, yeah. Go into the test. Okay, kick it off. Testing, testing. Hey, You're an idiot. I know, but give more of a break between me saying kick it off and the testing so you have I'm the editor. I, you just said there wasn't enough room to put the intro music I'll in. show you enough fucking room. This is the intro. I'll show you the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Welcome back to the Whoa What Podcast. I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And Max. And today we have another special guest, really four special guests. If you if you like the uh, opening song to our episodes, um, then you're going to love this. If you don't like it, check your pulse. Um, this is the band Sluice. Uh, it's get underscore sluiced on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook, Apple Music, Spotify, and they're uh, it's four handsome gentlemen. So if you're not careful, your mom's bedroom, uh, Sluice. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So go around the table and let us know who you are and what you do. Uh, hi, I'm Zach. I play guitar. Hi, I'm Bobo. I play guitar and sing. <laughs> I'm Chris, and I play drums. Lead singer had the worst mic etiquette. <laughs> We can make it work. Um, yeah, so, recording wasn't. <laughs> hey, we'll do. How did you guys all meet? How did you guys all get together? And then we'll break. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we're gonna do a little interview game um, with each one of the guys here. Uh, so, how did you guys get your start? Um, well, most of us went to high school together, except for Mitch, and uh, we all played music, and uh, just Zach, Zach and I were in a band called the Tomorrow Boys, and uh, never yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show today. <laughs> That's right, and then um, Chris and Mitch were in a band called Off the Record, a yeah, uh, gospel band. Um, <laughs> they're playing Front Porch next weekend. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris and I were in jazz band together. We played uh, jazz, not very good. Yeah, he he played good. Yeah. So one thing I said to Chris when I was talking to him on the phone, like before we got this thing all set up, was. Like I never really listened to like local music, really, and like because most of the stuff on my Facebook feed was like local rappers, and I don't like famous rappers, so um, I wasn't going to listen to local rap. But whenever I got to talking to Chris and I like, looked you guys up and started listening to the music, I was like, "Holy shit, this sounds so much like I." I think I said this to Chris. I always expected local music to sound like our podcast. Yeah, so oh, it sucks. So, you know, so disrespectful local music. <laughs> so, like, I listened to it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, there's so much good quality to this, and um, and then so I, I kind of music nerd out uh, on it. Uh, Mitch and I grew up together and doing. Uh, hopefully, I'm not pulling the veil back. Uh, musicals and show choir and all <laughs> concert choir and and all went to show choir camp together. Yeah, so. I kind of like musical nerded out and like 
I mean, I bet you this is probably not an exaggeration. I bet you I've listened to 27 Down. 27 times. At least 27 times. That's the limit. Every single time I listen to it, I hear something new. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear something new, I'm like, that shouldn't work, but that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, though, in one particular part, whenever Bobo's like singing, and then you kind of got like this like screen track over it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it's almost feels like it's not even in a key. And I'm like, man, how does that, why would that fit? And then I listen to it again. I'm like, damn it, that's awesome. Yeah, we, like, we call that the sauce. <laughs> And so, like, so, like, I, I keep listening to like new stuff, and I'm listening to different stuff. And I'm like, man, and it's like, I can hear like, uh, and and we'll get into it later. Like, I can hear like inspiration from like different like different bands and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you guys kind of put your own like twist on it, which is a lot of it's like stuff that I haven't heard. Thanks. Like, um, it's really cool. Like, so like I grew up. Uh, Mitch probably remembers in the show Choir Changing Rooms. With uh, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. Um, oh, yeah. Who? Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. Uh, I was, any other pop, like Starting Line. Yeah, Starting Line. Time, uh, yeah. And so we'd be jamming out to that. And so like that was kind of like, um, I always joke. It was like, oh, that was my emo face. Mm-hmm. I said, it was like, we're like cargo shorts and like the worst <laughs> outfits ever. You put on so many things in those pockets. They were so practical. <laughs> uh, so, so. Genre is because he's like, you know, we're kind of we do this, we do a little bit of that, and like I just listened, I was like, that's kind of like an amalgamation of several different things. Yeah, it is fucking awesome. Well, thank you. So, you know, I could use more. Be honest, I could use more bass. Um, (laughs) You're biased. (laughs) We go on. Towards the end of the uh, episode today, well, this may be a two-parter. I don't really know because we've got enough guys here. We may. We might just run this over two weeks. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll kind of find out what you guys have coming up and, and stuff like that. We were gonna go. Uh, what was it, like the twenty? It was like the 29th or no? It wouldn't have been. It would have been like it was at the end of July. We were gonna go to um, your guys' show in Henderson. Oh, um, and then I ended yeah. up in Saint Louis. Right. Very different. Hit new GPS. <laughs> Getting <laughs> arch in it. Terrible. Did you so, see Nelly? Spelling kids really pay attention. <laughs> and you sent me a video that I guess was more music that did for you. Oh guys. yeah, Boca. Um, that that was sick. Like nice. it's one of those, uh, like one of my gripes all the time with musicians is how different they sound. Uh, on a CD versus in person. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of that comes from like how much they have to do behind the scenes. And I understand having to do all that, but like you guys kind of, you guys kind of nail it. So uh, mm-hmm. it's awesome. We're really, we really appreciate you guys letting us use your music. We're really happy to have you on. Of course. Um, you. And then we're going to get into this. I don't care who goes first. So, so just for anybody listening, what I did is I had each one of these guys mm-hmm. send me a question for each band member. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be whatever it is. Um, and then we're going to go through, we're going to ask each one, we're going to move the three that aren't um, on it to the casting couch and <laughs> let them be in the room, at least for the answers. So um, you guys well, decide, is required. <laughs> <laughs> you guys decide who you want to go first and uh, we'll get this thing kicked off. I'll go first. Okay. 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 No modesty here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Bye, boys. Bye. I mean, we're going to be over there. Go on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's actually hitting us with a fan right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know what? I'm going to throw you guys under the bus as I ask these questions. So, first question you get uh, was submitted by Zach. And he says, Mitch, who is your favorite bassist? Do you feel like they influenced your bass style? Ooh. Or bass? Are we fishing? It's yes and no. It depends on the okay, day. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. This is embarrassing. I can't think of his last name. But Dan from Alkaline Trio is my favorite okay. bassist. Thank you. <laughs> uh, big inspiration whenever. I, I just started kind of playing bass with these guys. I played guitar um, growing up. <clears throat> but they needed a bassist. And I kind of learned it from there. And I listened to a lot of Alkaline Trio at the time, so his bass lines really inspired me. And I know Bobo, Zach, and Chris are all huge into Alkaline Trio. So I was trying to bring energy that they knew already. So Dan from Alkaline, absolute favorite bassist when it comes to this kind of music, especially. How hard was it to make the transition from playing like guitar to bass? It was the easiest thing I've ever done. Not in a braggy way, but in a sense of like, it just took away two strings, and I'm like, thank God. <laughs> it's so much less to worry about. And I'm not a technical guitar player at all. Like Zach is a very immediately, immediately great guitar player, whereas I'm much more rhythm. So it was an easier transition to go from something uh, with six strings to something with four that's just pure rhythm. So okay. very easy. Awesome. Um, question number two, and I'm intentionally saving the question from Bobo for this because it seems like there's going to be something there. Um, so <laughs> question two is from Chris. So are there any favorite bass riffs you've added that aren't on the recordings, but that you love to play live? Oh, jeepers. Uh, we have a song called Cole that Bobo wrote. It's a really fast and heavy song. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff that I didn't record that I do live that I really wish I had thought of when we recorded. So certainly that one. Yeah. I feel so, like I went easy in the recording and was too scared to really branch out. Okay. Well, so to expand on that, do you think that that's a good thing? So people hear the recording, you guys go live, and you do something different. Somebody goes, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I think it is, definitely. Because the recording's a <laughs> the recording's a great song. <laughs> but live, we did it recently on a show on Thursday night, and it probably got the best reaction we've had from it. I'm looking at you guys for validation. <laughs> it probably went the best we've ever played it. So I just think we really upped that song, and I certainly feel that way. Like, oh, I wish I did this when we recorded it, as opposed yeah, It's got a great energy live, but a good energy recorded as well awesome. all right last question this is from bobo mm -hmm. oh why is your bass soaking wet <laughs> all right so <laughs> i played a short scale bronco that bobo gave me a fender short scale bronco for the longest time decided i wanted to get my own bass so i went to sweetwater.com and uh bought a 1400 dollar what's called professional bass sometimes abbreviated to P base. <laughs> but when I brought it to practice, I was so excited to show them my P base, which they immediately said, Why do you pee on your base? <laughs> and it's never stopped. So I show them the most expensive thing I've ever bought <laughs> that I'm so proud of. And they just talk about how I piss on it all. <laughs> so to answer your question, it is wet because it's a P base. And I've peed on it. <laughs> I'm leaving this building now. out so you guys decide whoever wants to mm -hmm. go next what is your favorite song that you guys play my favorite song we play is called sludge it's a slower song i've heard that's the one that more music did yeah, and yeah. i've watched that video several times it's a beautiful it's song that before and i think we all have really interesting um 
uh, unique moments in it where it's each person kind of has a chance to stretch their music qualities. I think Zach with his U2-esque guitar playing, Chris has great rhythms and beats in it that change up a lot. Bo's lyrics and singing on it are great, and I really enjoy the bass that I get to play on it. So awesome. I'd say that one. Uh, okay, I'll just do one more because kind of many things whenever you kind of want to uh, start talking about that. Yeah. Has there ever been a song you guys have all sat down, like you guys all, you, somebody wrote, you guys all played, and you kind of like, it kind of means something to each person differently? Uh, probably. Um, <clears throat> I want to go, I don't want mean to go back to that Sludge song, but maybe that one. Do you have any you want to throw out there? <laughs> I have been flicked off. <laughs> <laughs> The record state a middle finger was thrown at me when I tried to get sincere. <laughs> I'd honestly probably go back to that song, Sludge. I think that song means a lot to us, but in different ways. Okay. I think that was just one of the first songs we ever wrote together that was kind of different than what we usually do. We were usually like a fast pop punk band, but that was a we kind of slowed things down with that song. It's a very pretty, almost ballad like song that I don't, I've never really written before. So it means a lot to me in the sense of I didn't know I could be in a band that could make a song like that. Yeah. Really special to me for that. No, and it's a great song. I, I, uh, whenever Chris Thank said you, that Steven. YouTube uh, thing <laughs> to me, I watched it a few times, just because for the same reason. It's like, it's like Jesus. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's a local band, and, and and you guys just knocked out of the park. So. Thanks, bud. That's awesome. Well, Mitch, you can head to the casting couch on it, and you can trade off. This is now the Hunger Games. Volunteer now, or we. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I do count to four. No, only count. <laughs> it's because this one's so flat. <laughs> yeah. So, just in case, just in case, I'm, so yeah, we've got drummer Chris. Hello. Do you go by drummer Chris? No. Uh, to them, awesome. just them. I used to. Boy on yeah. Instagram. We tried to stick a, a nickname called Bongo, and it never worked. So. Hey, he's Bojangles. Yeah. Yeah. Love your biscuits. Band who it mm. I'm in like half of them. Uh, <laughs> any other local band? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I want to play with. Um, gosh, what's the guy that did the library series that's everywhere? No. Um, yeah, I want to play with him, Monty. Yeah, because it's jazz, like being Bobo used to do. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah, I'd love to play that because it's completely different than just punk. Or hardcore, yeah. So again, I'm going to say Bobo's question, but Bobo <laughs> is trying to submit himself as like an honorary fourth host with this question. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. And I, I hope you take this as a compliment. You'll fit right in. If you listen to the episodes, you may not agree that that's a compliment. Um, but <laughs> oh no! From your question, you fit right in. Hey, you need to stop telling people that. We only have so much space. Could drum on one, and he put one in asterisk. He's serious about it. One summer tour with any band or artist aside Ooh. from Sluice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Who would you want to play with? Dang, just one because there's a couple. Just um, one. Mm. I know who my answer would be. I think it'd be Turnstile as number one. Yeah. Second was a, a country artist. I'd play for Hardy. That'd be great. What were you thinking, Zach? Oh, what? Well, yeah, yeah. That's when I'm like retired. <laughs> now that I'm young, yeah, that's true. No, Jimmy Buffett's drummer. I don't think I'd keep up. But turnstile, easy. 
no, that'd be that'd be the most fun, I think. Okay. Kobo. Oh God. Do you like cat cheese? Cat cheese. Cat cheese. What the fuck is cat? Yeah. What? What? I know exactly. Yeah. Hey, Chris, do you like cat cheese? Yeah. Why don't you cat cheese nuts? <laughs> Wait. I. Bobo's <laughs> questions are so violent. <laughs> that is that it? Awesome. We know he daps a little bit. He'll dab Holy a crap. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, can I ask the same thing? Fast pitch. Favorite song? And what song are you? Okay, I, I think it'd be different. But what's your favorite song? And what song are you most proud of? Oh. My favorite song to play live is I've Never Enjoyed Anything Ever. That song's fun because it starts with me and Mitch, and then we all just like ramp in. It's fast and it's fun. Um, but proud of, I mean, Sludge is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to play. It, 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 it really is. And it, yeah, like every show, even I start trying to add more like artistic things to it. Okay. Yeah, and it just to, to yeah to Sludge specifically, specifically like specifically. the ocean. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's it. Um. That's how we should have done it. I want Zach to go now. Because I'm going to save Bobo for last. Yes, the event for last. Hashtag Especially, like, long pause after he said, do you like cat cheese? And it was just silence. Catch these nuts! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey, uh, Zach, guitarist. We'll start out with the Mitch question. If you could be in any other local band, which would it be? No, no, I don't want to be in the band I'm in now. <laughs> Yikes. No, if I could be in um, any local band, um, I don't know. I'd like to play with Hannah Evelyn. That'd be really fun. Just kind of that indie rock jam kind of stuff. If you could be in any like any big band, like any big time touring band, which would it be? Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Without and, a doubt. It's real. They don't have the room. I'll stand backstage. That's fine. I'll be an auxiliary guitarist. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, it was Salt and Pepper. What? No, it wasn't Salt and Pepper. Who was the Who was the <laughs> Who was the one where they had people singing backstage? Gosh dang it, now that you say it, it was two dudes. <laughs> What's your least favorite riff of yours to play, and why is it the end of call? <laughs> it is the end of call. It's because uh, I, I don't know what it is about it, but Chris and I just can't lock in on time together. And I think it might just be that I listen too much to Bobo singing and not Chris's drumming. And I just end up not in time with anybody. And it's, I just kind of pretend something breaks and I can't play that part. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we did a, a Be My Doppelganger cover, cover too. And I could never figure out the solo. And so every time we played it live, I've like grabbed my head and looked at my pedal board and been like acting like I'm trying to fix something just so I can, I don't have to play it. Okay. God damn it. Um, but it's, he wants me to ask you to explain how guitar pedals work. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, it's really simple, and he doesn't understand it. You put the in in the in, you take the out, put it to your amp, and then you step on it. You step on it, and then it works. And then you don't have broken cables. And also helps if you remember your guitar. <laughs> okay, favorite song? Um, favorite song to play is probably Cull, just because it's... Even with the end? Even with the end, yeah, like yeah, uh, no, it's just the most fun to play. Um, and my song that I'm most proud of is probably Twenty Seven Down because that was uh, like the first song that Bo and I really just wrote together. Okay, like with this band. That's my favorite song. So, for obvious reasons. Well, who cares what you think, Stephen? That's true. I care. Okay. Thank you. Well, he cares. All right, wallet. now it's Bobo's turn. The <laughs> Clearly, we have Bobo. Start with Mitch's question. Okay. If you could play in any other local band, who would it be? Uh, Mod's Proposal. Wait, I've seen them all over stuff. You guys yeah. play with them a lot? We do. A couple times. They roll. Mm hmm. Okay. Modest Proposal. Is it the same style or? Uh, pretty, pretty similar. Okay. A little bit better than us. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is from Zach. A lot of your lyrics are depressing. Mm -hmm. When you write a song, does it put you in a dark place mentally, and how does it affect you after you're done writing it? If it does, um, uh, yeah, for sure. Like I'll um, uh, kind of just like hold myself up in the room, lock the door, and just be like, um, uh, put myself in a a dark place, even though like I'm completely happy at the time, and just like. Um, go back to a dark place that I used to be like years ago as a uh, raging alcoholic and then just like kind of remember how I felt at that time and access those memories and um, yeah I kind of feel a little weird after you know like writing about how I want to kill myself and then and then put it onto like a poppy song and yeah I feel a little weird afterwards. Do you, do you have like a hard time pulling yourself out of that? Oh, no, not really. I'm just kind of... Because, okay, so here's what like, whenever I have, like, whenever I have those moments, I like, and obviously I don't write music, but, like, I dive into, like, the saddest songs possible, the saddest shows possible. Oh, yeah. And then I realize, like, three days into this, like, depressed bender that I'm on, I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta do something about this. <laughs> and so, like, that's really interesting to me. And I want to talk about, like, about, like, a lot of stuff, because, like, a lot of songs are really fucking sad yeah and how does that affect them interesting yeah it's you're just, able to kind of turn it on and turn it off. yeah That's yeah pretty cool. i can't walk around just being like that all day <laughs> but <Right>. just <laughs> kind of like switch it off you know yeah. i gotta go deliver pizzas i can't be crying you know That's like you can't it might be <laughs> oh i might you know i should try that next time um, Chris, Chris wants to know assuming have you ever forgotten a very essential thing for an out-of-town show? Uh, yeah. Sounds like it's probably his guitar. Yeah, it's definitely my guitar. Uh, last show we had, first show, out of show town. Was we it went, an indie? Yeah, we got 30, 30 minutes outside of Evansville, and I was like, I don't have a guitar. And literally, I have some close friends that live in Indianapolis that I could totally borrow a guitar from, and 
they were all in Evansville at the time. I was like, God damn it. But eventually, uh, yeah, we ended up being able to borrow someone else's guitar, so it worked out. That is... At least you can't forget your vocal cords. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have a question specifically for you. Is there any particular maintenance routine or anything like that that you follow to keep your vocal cords like um, because I like growing up in like concert choir and doing musicals and stuff, they were like room temperature water, yeah, don't eat sugary stuff, like very, very shock the vocal cords. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like you go in there and you like do all this crazy shit, and then you like also just completely sound normal whenever you're sitting there talking to us. You guys just did a show, so yeah. Um I don't know, I scream a lot all the time for no reason, so it like kinda helps me out. Um smoke a pack of Cigarettes a day, menthols, so that helps um, keep it normal. You heard it here first, kids. If you want to be a good screamer, smoke your menthols. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Uh, a sluice guarantee. Uh, yeah, I mean, I FDA. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I try to drink mostly water before shows, but Room temperature or cold. I don't give a shit. No. Like either way. Uh, I tried to do room temperature. Remember that, right? There was, there was, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I was in choir as well, so yeah, yeah I definitely remember that. Did this? Stephen comes in with a giant jug of room temperature water, and he's like, "Here, guys, everybody have a glass of room temperature water. We're gonna get this done right." And I pop open a cold nos, and I'm like, "Fuck yourself!" I drink room temperature water. Okay, so song, song you're most proud of? Um. Okay, we'll do. Uh, most proud of probably uh hopeless contrarian um i just think that's i played like a weird chord in it at the beginning that i'd never played before and i learned i was trying to learn a song by a band called title fight and i was like huh i like this chord i'm gonna, and then i just stopped learning that song and then wrote that song and i don't know i just i just like the way it is um pretty it's uh kind of all over the place and great song uh favorite song to play um i'm not gonna say that song because we always put it at the end of the set and i'm all already like like exhausted by the time we play that and i have to yell the entire time and i can barely sing it by the time we're done playing so it's not fun to play except for the end where zach plays his guitar solo and i don't have to sing anymore <laughs> yeah so that that part's fun i throw my guitar around a lot but uh but you don't pee yeah no no never i would never spend fourteen hundred dollars on a bass guitar it's all over it like um favorite to play that's so hard uh maybe um unreliable narrator um mostly because um i play like actual chords like like g chord instead of like playing power chords and stuff it just feels right because um i taught myself how to play guitar by doing like acoustic stuff and i i i wrote the song in a, as to be an acoustic song and it i don't know like it just feels right playing like actual chords instead of power chords like okay yeah. awesome well you guys are welcome to jump back in i've got i'm gonna talk to all of you, all of you. So, while Mitch is walking over here, I have been 
I'm fine with you. They took me to see my <laughs> Probably has something to do with being on. It's it's soaked. I want to watch that chair. <laughs> so I have been on an absolute um, like binge listening, and Aaron's gonna be tired of hearing about this. I but swear to God, it. This is something. Oh, no, exactly. Panic at the yeah. Disco. Gonna, <laughs> listening to the new Panic at the Disco album. Okay, before you go on, I'm gonna tell them what happened the other day. Okay, so I call. Work related, by the way. Something you know you think that would be more important than listening to. I was in this. <laughs> I call him. It rings a couple times. He answers the phone. And goes, <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes, you interrupted me listening to the new the disco. And I go, you know, never could I thought you'd be gayer than you already were, but yet you cease to amaze me. Are you thirteen? <laughs> yes, mom. mom. Oh, so it is completely different than everything else he's done. He's very poppy now, right? Well, this album, he got real fed up with all the digital stuff and unplugged everything and recorded it all on analog tape. Cool. Mm. And he did 60s, 70s, and 80s sounds. It sounds like Queen. It sounds like um, like Thin Lizzy. It sounds like... Um, like all, like it's it's wild. And I was listening to an interview that he did, like his first interview about the album. And they asked, they were like, "Hey, how did you come up with like some of the songs?" Because kind of like Panic at the Disco, Aaron made this point this morning. He's like, "Some of the Panic at the Disco songs don't make any sense," and like they just kind of say stuff. And they ask him, like, "How did you come up with this song?" And Brendan Urie was like, "He's like, I've done everything that I kind of wanted to do in music, um, and now I just want to like push myself and like I just want to have fun. So I found stuff that's just fun to sing." And so, like, in one of his songs, like, Sad Clown, he's, like, in walks Maggie holding Gloria. And he was, like, that was just a fun line to sing. So I found something that rhymed <laughs> with it. And we did that so I could do it again. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's, like, he's like uh, at one point I was going, ah, this is getting awfully close to a rock opera. But it sounds like, like, whenever you listen to it, it almost sounds like it'd be, like, a musical, like a yeah. rock musical. And so um, I, I guess that leads me into, like, so he has obviously changed a ton over 15 years or however long he's been doing it now. Um, he was, like, 17 years old started so actually 18 years now um so and he has changed a ton how much have you guys changed from when you guys started to where you're at now if you guys have it all or if you guys want to is there something you guys want to try that's really different in the future i've learned two new chords in the last <laughs> couple of years yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well even think about because me and zach were in a band for the tomorrow boys yeah uh it was like a power pop yes yeah no i yeah yeah and just even think about the difference between that and now it's it's huge mm -hmm. so what would you say is like power pop like what's something that i would recognize uh, like all like all-time low back like yeah like here in Rio. okay yeah that era we were we covered that song yeah show. okay so, that leads me to another one what's everyone's favorite cover song not all it doesn't all have to be the same but like each one of you what's your favorite cover to do that we play do you guys do, do them anymore we, we yeah, did sometimes, yeah. yeah. We I mean, did. you guys, you guys have like what, like two full out, or you have a, have a full album, and you have several EP. singles and an EP, right? Or do you have? We have we have a full album and then an EP and then a single that's actually on the full album. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So yeah, you guys have enough like stuff that you guys don't have to mm -hmm. cover. But if we used to cover, a couple oh, okay. Like then yes. then we can go different question. What do you want to cover? No. What would be your go to? Mozart. Millie by Lil Wayne. 
Pony by Genuine. <laughs> Can you do the acoustic version of Gitlab? <laughs> Bo, have you tried that? <laughs> yeah, I think Bo and I both really want to try covering like hot water music. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you do do a, like a cover of a song called Jody by Saves the Day, which is like one of my favorite bands, and That's fun to play. love that. <laughs> love that song and it's super fun to play and it's like super fast and kind of hard to play live and they don't even play it the way it's recorded when they play it live and we do so, so we're better than them yeah um, it's just in we're better than saves the day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna use that as a clip. That's gonna be a clip, <laughs> and you piss on the guitars. Sign out here, Al. Um, how okay. many names did you guys go through before you went? Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, and what was the dumbest one? That's you. Guys. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, I joined before they were a band already, and then Mitch came after the other bassist. So. Yeah, actually, yeah, we. We so, were Bo and I were waiting on a drummer to show up for practice for like two weeks straight, mm-hmm. and uh, just like throwing out a bunch of of band names. Oh, um, I don't even remember some of them. One of them is a, is Hospital Trash Can, a song name, mm. and we just use that as like a placeholder for that song name until we thought of a good song name, and we never did. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think he and I probably sent. Dozens of text messages of just like, does this sound good? Does this sound good? No, no. And then um, uh, a friend of mine had uh, the name Sluice, and I was like, we're just going to use that. Yeah. And he was like, that's fine. Fine. I've got a list. I can't say it. It's fine. Yeah. It's kind of a hard <laughs> word for me to say. With right. The list. Um, <laughs> two S sounds in the name that I can't pronounce. Uh, yeah. That, no, that, that's awesome. Because that's another thing that I always wondered is like, how the hell did people come up with names? Like I know whenever I was in eighth grade, we're gonna kick we're gonna kick it back. Whenever I was in eighth grade, a group of us wanted to do lights and sounds by yellow card. Yeah, I remember that. For the talent show. Mm-hmm. And we the, one of the guys in the group went on this website as like band name creator. It's like here it was like Jets to Front Drive. He's like, I'm not fucking no. <laughs> Steven, I remember every person in that band. Yeah. 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 Insane. Well, I'm to memory, I forgot I had. I almost watched you sing Lights and Sun by Yellow Card at the talent show. Yep, you almost <laughs> did. Instead, you watched me sing Breaking Free from High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got a spot for you live if you want. No, that seat is so. <laughs> I feel great. We fingered. I can't get out, buddy. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, that would have been fun. What's funny is, so I was in eighth grade, and I had not done any like actual training. We were just young, and we could kind of hold keys. And so they were like, "Well, we need guys, so come on." And then it wasn't until we got older we actually realized, like, "Oh, we're actually pretty good at this." Yeah. yeah. And. Um, so, so in eighth grade, I was like, there's no training. I was like, I'm a bass. I'm eighth grade. <laughs> One pube and I'm bass. And, you are six uh, feet taller than everyone. I'm the deepest voice yeah. that's ever graced this earth. Yeah. So I was like, oh, those high parts and yellow cards. I can't do those. <laughs> and somebody was like, well, just scream the high parts. And I tried. And that is one of the things that's most interesting about 
talking to you is whenever I tried, I was like, what the hell was that? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just going to figure out how to sing this shit. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was so much easier for me to reach, like, far above where I could before than to get that right. And so that kind of, like, in eighth grade, it didn't really do much. But, like, thinking about it as I got older, like, with the new bands that would come out and stuff like that, I used to always do the, like, oh, you're just screaming, right? But then you try it, and you're like, oh, shit. There's real <laughs> technique to it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually, like, really difficult to yeah. do. And, um, and I was just like, and that was just to get through it. Like, it was just like, just to get through one part of the course, to get past that and move on. And I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if that was the reason we didn't perform it. But like, <laughs> but like, it just got to the point where I was like, I was like, I'm going to have to find, like, find those notes or I'm out. Like, yeah. And then it kind of fell through before then. And then, like I said, I decided to just do way better anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... So yeah, interesting. That's uh, it's just really cool. That's I just never would have imagined it would be as difficult as it is. And mm -hmm. It's like because because I spent so much time in like concert choir and, and stuff like that. Oh, we sing it. Uh, where Rudy Giuliani got married to the keyboard. <laughs> we're not gonna scream. And then you try and you're like, fuck, I can't do that. Anyway, so, <laughs> so um, well, that's cool. So let's see, what what's the ultimate. Man, where do you see yourself in ten years? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> God, I hope I get hired. <laughs> do you want to just keep doing local stuff, or and you guys have kind of moved on already? Like, right? Like you went to Indianapolis, Bubble can't remember guitar. That can definitely win. <laughs> you kind of need those in your. But yeah, yeah. he's he's an amazing singer. Yeah. He did. I'm not playing. <laughs> I feel so bad because we told him we were going to stop grilling them for that, and we yeah. just haven't. It's more publicly than yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to stay local? Do you guys want to? Would you guys want to try? Like, are, I guess what I'm because it's so different. Like being, it's, I guess maybe it's not like having like a hobby or something like that. And I'm not trying to like minimize it or anything like that. But like having a hobby is just joyful, right? Like you mm -hmm. do something that you really enjoy doing with guys that you guys really care about and have a lot of fun eh. hanging out with. Thank <laughs> you. But we'll just relax. <laughs> Like, right. you can just be like, you know what? We're going to play Boca. We're going to play Lamascos. We're going to have a damn good time while we do it. And we're going to practice. We're going to have fun. And that's enough. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Or do you guys want, do you guys want to, to go on to the next, whatever the next step is? That would always is? be great. Yeah. I always think, my personal belief is just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. We have a blast just doing it. And like you said, it's a hobby for us, though. I mean, it, it truly just brings us. A nice escape from you know we're all adults full time jobs and whatnot. It's yeah. just a nice escape on the weekends. Some people like yeah. you know have hunting or collecting or whatever, and we have fan stuff like a lot of other people do. Mm -hmm. It's expensive and yeah. You know, yeah. Well, so but that's the cool thing, right? Is like the difference. So like you say hunting, and that's like what Aaron and I were taking care of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. collecting and Max was that and Max collects. God, I really couches. nailed you guys. <laughs> so like for the catch thing. So <laughs> so oh, we like this morning. This morning we. <laughs> so like that's something that and it's really cool so aaron is my nephew but he's only six years younger than me and we grew up really really tight so he's more like a little brother and so like we started deer hunting last year it was awesome right and i don't think we'll be on the outdoor network if that's even a network well, yeah. i went hunting steven went deer watching i did yeah it was fun um so we're working on that this morning right and like 
the cool thing though, like what makes you what you guys as your hobby is so different is you guys get to share it with a lot of people. Sure. And like that's always been what's cool about music to me, right? Is like, you know, you find something that you're good at and something that you really enjoy. And who knows how many people that you guys get to share that with. Or more important or not maybe not more importantly, but like on a different like note is like what we were talking about whenever we were doing like the one on ones was like what song means something to you. I guess have you ever had anybody that came up and was like, Hey, like this song really like this song really like was something that I needed to hear? No, I don't think specifically that that would be great, but we haven't <laughs> I haven't ever heard that. But I um well, actually, I have a story yeah. that uh, after our first show with Mitch, we were playing at uh, TJ's and um, I was like, I've got a, a fiance and a kid at home. And I was like, just noticeably absent from everybody else because I was so stressed out about the show that we were doing. And um, so the day after the show, I was like, OK, we're um, we're you know, we're all going to go out and do whatever my son wants to do. And uh, you want to go to Gaddy Town. And I remember I was standing at the potato bar, like just hyper focused <laughs> on one spot. <laughs> well, I was hyper focused on the fact that they spilled potato wrong. And um, my fiance comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, this kid over here has been staring at you like the entire time you've been staring at these buds." And um, like I looked at him and I just like, like was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Hey, man, did did you play a show last night?" And I was just like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Oh my god, dude." He goes, I've not listened to like Midwest emo in forever. He goes, I had to like go look up old Spotify playlists and stuff or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And, uh, you know, he said like, you know, next time you guys play, let me know. And I never got his name. And he uh, he left and my kid was standing next to me. And he goes, dad, are you a famous rock star? <laughs> and I was just like, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then my fiance is like, I swear to God, if this ha- keeps happening, like we're you're not doing this anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. You would have thought Steve was a famous rock star back in the day when he was a show choir. Yeah, he kind of, he was a big deal in show choirs. He would come backstage, he'd like walk the walk, talk the talk on the ride home. Be like, yeah, you see all those people? You've never seen me. <laughs> in a way, they were. There were people up there, but in a way, I was part of it. You see all these parents out here that are just trying to get out of the country. First of all, I'm telling you this right now. I will tell you, nothing hits harder than the guy's number shaking their lumps. And that crowd goes, they go. And so, like, we intentionally, it's funny because it's funny you say that, like, bring that up because, like, we intentionally put that in there because, like, crowd reaction is part of your score. Mm hmm. Like every every like so you have to do like a guy number and a girl number and then like several like group numbers. So every time every guy number you shake your ass, the crowd loses their effing mind. It's crazy. It sounds yeah. like a crowd. <laughs> you know, you know, looking back on it, <laughs> exclusively people that shouldn't be looking at a young boy under eighteen shaking his ass. I'd like to ask you: Is there a crowd of people that should be? <laughs> it would be horrible. <laughs> So under 18. Okay, did you ever participate, Mitch? Sorry, this is now because now you've got me like unlocking like what you were saying earlier. Unlocking memories. Did you ever participate in the phone number game? Uh it sounds familiar, but you may have to So we had this we had this game, like all the guys would play whenever we'd go to competitions. Because you would go and there'd be like what ten other schools. Yeah. Like, ten other middle schools performing too. Everybody going after the same the same grand champ trophy. 
And so the guys play a game to see who could get the most phone numbers from girls oh my in God, other yeah. groups. No, I did not participate. Steven, I'm 5'7 now. I was like 4'11 like in seventh grade. I mean, I had zero self-confidence. I could not even look at women. It was so daunting. Well, your neck didn't crane that far. <laughs> No, I didn't have. I didn't even have a phone to call them on. Hey, do you just have digits, man. Email. Email. on the way back. Absolutely not. in in the Fall Out Boy album. Hey, it really does still hit at a lot of moments. Max, where Max and I were going, this is like a month ago, and I was like, dude, just wait. My phone, and it's like boom, simple plan. Aside from like a few new bands I find here and there, like that's the majority of what I listen to is like stuff I listened to in high school. Yeah, back in the golden years. And that's, yeah, all, that's all the stuff that didn't influence us, I think, to do what we do now, though. Honestly, I think we all listen to plenty of different stuff, but I mean, all that stuff was big influences when we were younger. So, if you now. each had to pick one band that influenced you the most, who would it be? Anyone. What a question. Steven, <laughs> the spot you put it on. <laughs> I don't know. There's a band called Brand New that I listened to in high school a lot that mm -hmm. kind of just changed my musical life in a way. All their albums are just very unique. They started off kind of sounding what we sound like. They have that very similar sound. But what year was this? 2000. Well, they released the albums in early 2000, and the album so, I Love came out in 2006. And they changed their name. They, they, they're not playing anymore for. Pretty It's a bummer because it's hard for me to say that band really influenced the way I do things with the lead singer and got into some dicey troubles with some really shitty things. Oh, you like Jared from Subway? Pretty yeah, yeah, actually. Oh, oh, the guys. Wait, what? Sandwiches. <laughs> he ate at Quizlers one time. <laughs> so, dude, they do not. Zach? <laughs> well, I don't know. Been, like from back then, uh, I listened to like a lot of My Chemical Romance, and okay. just, like yes. pull from there. Okay, because their guitars are low, like low key, just crazy sometimes. Yeah. So remind me of that whenever we get through, like everybody else, because I have Noted. a funny uh, My Chemical Romance thing. Oh, well, I was gonna say Jawbreaker because I thought uh, Zach was gonna say Alkaline Trio, but uh, Alkaline Trio. Um, uh, they have a song called Armageddon that was on Tony Hawk. Thug. Tony Hawk Underground. Mm. Thug. And I, I remember listening to it, and I was like 10 or 11, whatever. And I was like, I love music, but I like I love this. And I remember like going to AlkalineTrio.com back when bands had uh, websites and like listening to all their shit. Because I just like, I loved it so much. And I was like, what is this? Um Oh, it turned out it was punk rock, and it kind of like ruined the rest of my life. And I'm just yeah. <laughs> super into punk rock, and it was because of Alkaline Trio, and they became my favorite band. And um, yeah, I still try to sound like them. Like they're still my number one influence. Yeah, you know, 15 years later, and yeah, like to like like just reiterate how much that's an influence to me and Bubba. We both have Alkaline Trio tattoos. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 First, first tattoo I ever got was Alkaline Trio. Like, I, I turned 18, I was like, Alkaline Trio. I remember him, like, just kicking in the door of the pizza place that we worked at, 
and he had one sleeve just rolled up <laughs> and then just like so this, like just wrapped in like cellophane and he's like check this out and i'm like i can't see it <laughs> so like 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 with like a cigarette in his hand like starts unwrapping it and it's the alkaline trio pentagram <laughs> i was like oh it's so fucking cool i wish i was 18. <laughs> i don't need i mean the tony hawk pro skater thing like really when you had like listening to the songs on there so just the bands on there and then even when i played like fifa 07 i was thinking about that too while you guys were talking like goldfinger popped up like mm-hmm. on the the like title track and i remember that was like Love ska back then, and so did my sister. She's ten years older than me, so they listen to that. I do too. They listen to that, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, like smashing pumpkins in her car when I was growing up, and and shit like that. And then, um, I know I'm saying that era, so I know it's not ska, but um, yeah, I guess that that kind of stuff. Okay, so Zach said my chemical romance, and like three days ago, it's funny you said that because like three days ago, I'm looking on Facebook Reels. And it's like these two guys are hanging out, and a guy sits down at the piano, and he's got like his fingernails painted black. He's got like jet black hair, and it's like long. And he's like, "Oh, cool piano." And the guy's like, "Yeah, you gonna play something?" He's like, "I thought about it." And he goes, "You're on emo, are you?" <laughs> and he just like puts his finger up like this. And he's like, "Don't play that note." <laughs> he's like, starts lowering his hand. He's like, "Come on, man, don't do it." And this is like lasts for like thirty seconds, and just like <laughs> moving his hand down. He's finally like, he's finally like going crazy. Like, he goes, "Ding!" When I was, yeah. I think my chemical romance has like a trademark on like the G sharp where it's so identifiable. Whenever I like I would play that in the car and stuff, like when I like my dad would uh, like let me drive, I would listen to that and then he was like, Is this just Bohemian Rhapsody for kids that dress like highlighters? <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. No, that's Dead on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got in trouble in eighth grade for listening to CKY. Oh, oh really? Really, the difference. Um, it was '96 Quite Bitter Bings because it was on Viva La Bam, and it was like, first yeah. and I was like, I was like, this song's awesome, and it just the opening was like, da 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 Fine, I'll listen to your southern gospel music. <laughs> See, wait, occasionally it was dad telling me to turn my shit down, and then mom like coming in later and being like, hey, what's the name of that band? What's the name of that band? <laughs> Two of their CDs. I actually, God, what a good old time. Remember that? Buying CDs? Yeah. If I can come back and actually change yeah, my answer. CD. It's a band that changed your life. You saying that just reminded me. Uh, System of a Down absolutely changed all my life. Like, well, in the era when they came out with like Chop Suey and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like ten, and that I, I would say actually that was like the moment of like, man, I can understand like heavy music and why people like it. But I bought their album called Steal This Album from a uh, Fye in right the mall. And Wait, the name. The name of the album is called Steal This Album, based on a book called Steal This Book. Just you know, all that kind of stuff. It's white and it looks like it's written on a shirt. Yeah, that's. And I I, I've memorized them just through you. And still is known today. But there's a song on the back speaking of parents getting in trouble, and the song's called "Fuck the System." I brought it home for some reason. They sold it to me because it was a mature album, and I was like 12. My dad like looked at the back, and he like turned around and goes, "I want you to say this title." So as a 12 year old in my kitchen, I had to like look down and just say, "Fuck the system." Oh, they got me young. Yeah. My dad did the same thing with the anti-flag uh, CD. Yeah. Uh, for me, at, uh, 
hot topic. He bought me a uh, die for the government, and he was looking at the back, and he was like, "Die for the government, huh?" And then he's like, um, "Fuck police brutality." He's like, "You're into this?" I'm like, "Yeah." You have to explain to him like, "I'm not into the police brutality." Yeah, but but it was just kind of dead fuck. Like I was listening to the radio when we drove to St. Louis. I had to drive van, which had radio. So I'm listening to the radio, and in August of 2022, there is an ad on the radio talking about torrenting music still. Like, oh. who the fuck is torrenting music? <laughs> oh, I went on LimeWire to get their yeah. albums. <laughs> so you're the reason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, we'll add that to our availability. Yeah. We're also on LimeWire. <laughs> Gosh, I, I don't even listen to the radio. So. Do you remember those ads when you put in a DVD to watch a movie? Yeah, you wouldn't steal, steal it. You wouldn't, it. you wouldn't steal a DVD, would you? Yes. And as long as you don't take it back, you're good. <laughs> I have a question. You guys go into guitar center? Yeah, yeah. I was there the other day. What the guitar center? Lots. Yeah, a lot of. I haven't been there in probably ten years, and we had to go there to get some new chords. <laughs> and there was like a dude that looked like he was like about to meet his parole officer there because he was. And yeah, I actually like, know who you're talking about. <laughs> just and then no one else. The lighting was dark. It was bad. I mean, it legit was uh, just COVID mostly. It looked like a halfway house. Yeah. 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 No. I would honestly not to. I would promote more local yeah. places. More music yeah. is like music, musicians dead. Because it was like a joyful place when I was a kid, and you yeah. here now it's depressing. Well, it's very corporate. Yeah, very, well, that's a yeah, very corporate. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, only goes there. They're keeping them floating. Yeah, back whenever they started, everybody was like. These guys did it. Now they're like, what the fuck? $500 for a ticket? <laughs> Gosh, he to goes to six concerts. <laughs> they're raging against their own poverty. <laughs> so we've kind of discussed how you guys came up with the name. Um, is there like merch, stuff like that? Like, what do you guys for more to bring it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> then you can't let me We've straight up played shows and then like we get back to the car and like we're loading up and we just see the tote sitting in there like oh we didn't put the fucking merch out. Damn, I just had like I had something that like popped in and it's like yeah, it's like gone, man. It was crazy. Um so what is Bobo, what is your warm up? Yeah, fresh Get you going. Just go for it. I'm not going to 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 go uh, it was just called the duel. It used yeah. to, not to talk too much about it, but it was just dialogue. It wasn't even supposed to be a song, and they made it into a song. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, so what, um, how long is a normal show? Mm -hmm. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, on the dot last time, actually. Yeah. yeah. We were right on it. How much did COVID affect you guys? Bo wrote an entire album. Yeah. <laughs> Positively. Yeah. He, he showed up and he was like, like it, a lot lighter. And he was like, here are all these songs that I wrote. And that was the entire Hopeless Contrarian album, mm -hmm. mostly. Yeah. So, so if we can, like, yeah. So if we could get another pandemic. Yeah. We really yeah. Cool. yeah. It was, I mean, pizzas, so. What's that? How much do you love the fact that now, after that, you can just drop them off and don't have to talk? Yeah, contact them as a collaborator. And now, so you don't forget that that's, like, a thing, and then, like, stand there and wait for me. I'm like, you could have. Leave. Leave. Yeah. Please. I don't, I, I don't want to lock eyes with you. Throw it on my roof like Breaking Bad. I'll go inside the pizza. I couldn't even get out of it. Yeah, I will say when that first started, uh, a lot of, uh, like I worked at Pizza Hut at the time, and it would automatically put contactless on people's orders if they ordered online. And half the people were like old people that don't know how to work the internet, so it would still say contactless when you do it. And I'd just drop it off, and they call back like this asshole just like left my pizza on the porch, and I was like, it's the contactless, <laughs> and like so, so that's probably why sometimes they'll knock. And and then it got to the point where I like knock and I would stand back and I'm like, do you actually want contact? <laughs> so it's like you left me a good tip, so I don't like I don't want to fuck with you, you know. So like to have your consent to put your pizza on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. your pizza delivery guy. Say, do you want me to touch you? <laughs> like, I'll do a full cool contact. <laughs> Watching this, yeah. <laughs> what's the hobby? Weird delivery. So I had one when I posted. You delivered in Tampa, yeah, and you're alive, yeah. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> seen it. Who's gonna fuck with it? <laughs> I was making sense. You want to start? I, I've seen it all. I've been delivering pizzas since I was 16. I've seen it all. Like, any weird offers? Mm, I mean, mostly people tipping me in drugs, yeah. Um. <laughs> That's always a thing, and I don't even smoke pot. Um, so I'm just like, can you just give me cash? Yeah. I'm like, that's how I pay my bills. I don't smoke. Weed. Like, I don't want to stand on the corner and sell. This. Yeah, like I'll, I gave just gave it to my roommates because they did. I was like, here you go. I would rather had a five. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the funniest thing that comes to mind was I was actually doing Uber on the side for a minute, and I picked up this. Uh, ratchet ass uh couple and uh she's screaming at her uh boyfriend hitting them the whole time talking about how um she knew that he was cheating on her and she said she sucked your dick for chinese <laughs> i'm trying not to lose my shit and i'm like hearing them like Go at it in the back, and that just sticks on my mind. Shit. I know she sucks a dick for Chinese food and a uh, new lyrics right there. Yeah, it's a dark place. Okay, so a few episodes ago, we had, and I don't know if you guys have ever crossed paths, two very different, uh, two very different genres. But we had DJ McNaughty. Mm -hmm. He DJ during our Lamasco. Yeah, our album okay. release show. Okay. Shout out to Lamasco's with our co-sponsor, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. 
story that one of his shows, he got a brawl thrown at him. He got a brawl thrown at him, and it was a brawl of, in the video game world, a very high level. <laughs> Seven? No. Just bros. Just <laughs> Not yet. I mean, besides the one that's on me right now. No. Well, you got to keep that thing. Well. Keep that thing. So, okay, what's the craziest thing that's happened to the show? Man, honestly, I can't think of any. Brown surfing? Do monsters? Not ours. Not ours. She person dancing one time. Yeah. They bobbed their head. Yeah. To the beat. Yeah. No. That's plenty of good engagement. Yeah. No. Luckily, outlandish show. Honestly, the people in the local scene right now keep it at a good level of kind of chaotic. You know, if you're looking in, you can be like, Jesus, I don't want to jump in the middle of that, but. As far as like washing and hardcore dancing goes, yeah. everyone's got their ones back. Uh, the only things that crazily happen at show people just getting too drunk and puking on the floor, and you're like, why is there a weird pocket of people not? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> you started. Remember when you got so drunk? Of course I don't. Oh, no, uh, no. You have this banger. It was a banger. Yeah. yeah. And someone had to take me on that. I, I have no idea who it was. I pissed myself. <laughs> Welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> Where I got in the car. I, had to, I, I just don't even. That's why you guys are such good friends. So, <laughs> the crazy thing about that was, is I brought like two fifths of vodka, two, two fifths of Jack Daniels, and I'm going to share it. <laughs> Did you though? <laughs> funny story. It sounds like you shared with your pants. <laughs> so, so I end up like laying in the back. Yeah. Someone was like, "Hey, you gotta go." I'm like, I really do. I had to play golf the next day at like seven. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody took me home. I managed to get in the house, get upstairs, and woke up the next morning. Was like, "Holy shit!" Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I go all feeling like absolute shit. Come home. I'm like, well, my mom and dad were out of town for like the entire weekend or something like that. I kick around on the computer. I sit down in my recliner, open my computer up, and that's when I realized it did not go as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You buy Levi's. Was it? Was it, uh, it Billy Madison? Miles Davis. <laughs> so what's next? What's on the horizon? Oh man, Wembley for Yeah, what? Poor show that I didn't take Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Can we get you guys both the fours? Oh man, what the capital is that? What's their security system like? All right, we're breaking it may not be an option. 
no. That'd be the only oh, definitely always an option. <laughs> so many grappling hooks. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Rita. Oh. Um, is Rita cool? Rita's <laughs> Olena Flay. Oh, God, God. What's your, big, what's your biggest show? Um, uh, we, we had an album release show at Lamasco. I think that was a lot of people. We did a rooftop show last summer that had a lot of people. It was the Black Cat Showcase had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, things that we didn't organize have a lot of people usually. Mm-hmm. Usually. The term? Lamasco's pretty good? Yeah. yeah. Civilians yeah. and agents? Yeah. 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 It can be. It's a it's a weird place though. Duty time. They prefer you to find <laughs> What am I trying to answer sincerely? <laughs> no, their their stage is really fun. The sound's always really cool. Yeah. Um we have a lot of fun playing there actually. Their shows are just super late though. Yeah. They want us to play from like ten thirty to two AM. Oh yeah. People don't want to stick around and hear loud emo music. Yeah. No. We're all well, crying. Or maybe for, in general. We're crying because we're old, not because we're emo at that time. Like you guys like just changed it up. Like do your loud emo stuff at the beginning, and then like, be like, just let Bubble get up from my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start singing Bing Crosby. Yeah. yeah. You could. All of a sudden, <laughs> just you just hear like guitar starts, and he just goes into like full time. <laughs> you just sing the Bo Burnham cover song. I would not put it past him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you guys ever consider doing like parody songs? I don't think yeah. so. We did like <laughs> no, we did like a bit last night where we at the beginning said we're just gonna play two hours of Blink One Eighty Two covers and so, play half a song and we were like, oh, oh yeah, that's sad. They started out we played play half the song and then joke and then after people were complaining that we didn't play the entire song, yeah, <laughs> we got we got a lot of cheers on that one and then we covered uh, just like Heaven by the Cure and that was like the biggest crowd we had the entire night and I was like, we have originals too. <laughs> We don't just do that. You really like this because it's familiar. Yeah. Which is scary. <laughs> Man, well, that's awesome. Well, what do you guys got? Anything you want to know? I don't know. They run a Blink-182. The band I was in in high school and after high school, we got yelled at too because we decided to fake some people out and we started all the small things. Like, mm. started the first, like, 30 seconds and then we broke down into what we were actually mm. playing. And then later on, someone at the skate park came up to us and was like, were you guys just not going to finish the song? It's <laughs> <laughs> not what we're here <laughs> No, you need, we need to do next time a start, damn it, like we did, and then play our entire set list, and then finish with the rest of damn it. No, that's awesome. Get sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. And the people the people that did, they're going to be like, holy shit, they're still playing the song? <laughs> <laughs> Three fish bowls, and they're still doing. What is our all this? That's really only been four hours. Four hours set. The band played one song. What is? Well, I guess I don't know. Chris sent one that he wanted me to ask everybody, and I kind of did. Yeah, I thought you did. Not really. All-time favorite song to play live. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to hear. Ooh, that's the show. Yeah. Man, Pyroduck's really fun. Pyroduck is a lot of fun. We all kind of cut loose on that one. Yeah. Maybe we'll record it one day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dumb song. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> going to use all of our great studio. 
<laughs> no, we actually record everything with Steve Tyner here in town. He does all of our uh, yeah black hat recording. Is he related to us? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think Tyner's a popular name. The black hat, black hat recording. Yeah, Pure Castle. Yeah, yeah, over. It's secret. Like under an overpass or like kind of over it. It's really <laughs> close to an overpass. We like port forty one in the world. Under the bridge. Yeah, Anthony Peters. Yeah. Okay, well you're married. Uh, my yeah, wife. Yeah. You have a girlfriend. Don't talk about it. Okay. We have very supportive partners and friends. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my way of saying we don't. Well, we're thirty. Do you want to? Are you asking to be down? No, no, I'm tired. Holy! Why didn't you guys do that today? <laughs> <laughs> Did they get you couldn't, tell, you couldn't tell by his questions? <laughs> yeah. It was really... It was really yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're definitely going to have to get out to a show. So one thing we want to do and that we haven't done with this, this podcast yet is like start doing like video content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have enough problems with the audio. So mm-hmm. what we're going to... And what I was planning on doing for the show you guys did at the skate park, uh, like Joe Ranch thing in Anderson, mm-hmm. was filming like... Because what I... What I really hope to do is like meet everybody that night, take care of the icebreakers, then you guys come Thank in you, and it would be awesome, right? I mean, as it turns out, we all throw the icebreakers, but man, it's all great. Yeah. But I was gonna I was gonna like record us like meeting you guys, record parts of the show, and then like put something up on YouTube and like kind of like melt it right. in with with us. So it's definitely something we still want to do. Mm-hmm. Um just now it's gonna be a matter of figuring it out. My wife's having a kid in like a month, like it's bring you ready? So, well, congrats, Steve. Thank you. Um, so, we definitely have. We'll, we'll have to do this again. We joked, and I don't know if Chris told you guys. I told him what I really want to do is what is this going to be? Episode nine? Yeah. Sure. So this will be episode nine, twenty-seventh episode. We want to record. Oh, that's a great idea. idea. Yeah, be great. I hope yeah. we do more by then. I hope we're still a by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, and then we can work on those. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. So, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and what's funny is we are trying to catch up. So happy you know the lyrics, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's so funny is like is whenever I, I mentioned that to Chris, like, okay, if we're gonna use twenty seven down, like, also I have to tell you a story about twenty seven down on Instagram. Um, but if we're gonna use twenty seven down, it's like twenty seven episode we should absolutely do um, together because it would be kind of funny and, and it's neat. And then I was like, oh my god, because this song kind of speaks to me. <laughs> we're just trying to make it all of us are man so um but no so on instagram whenever i posted the announcement that we were going to be using your guys' song i used hashtag 27 down and it like would not post my caption i bet you i went to this dude like eight times you were he was so and so finally i'm like what in the world? so i go online and i google i'm like why will instagram let me use the caption and it was like if you say something that's like deemed offensive or something like that Mm-hmm. I was like, shit offensive to this post. 
And so I go through and I start like removing hashtags because I know that that's what like, kicks it off. It wouldn't let me hashtag 27 now. Why? I'm assuming because I think I talked about like a financial issue. Oh, like, God. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, so I just, I, I think else, not 27 now, uh-huh. but parentheses around it. Good. Go. Good. <laughs> 27 opposite of oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, I was sitting here just like before we were recording, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, so fucking. I finally just slam my phone down. Done. Yeah, I was expecting to see it down the storm down to the room, and I look at Max and I go, great way to start another yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> you got passion. Well, uh, we'll go through it again. Apple Music. Everything. Yeah. Wine 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 Taking photos of thirty and forty year olds and saying, "I'm a hot mom, aren't I?" They are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> think so. Yeah. Yeah. Search this. Find, find us on Instagram, and I think we've linked our Facebook. Maybe yeah, we have a link, link tree somewhere too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, seriously, if you guys haven't listened, haven't haven't checked it out, our opening um, is twenty seven down. Who wrote that? Ebu and Zach. He kind of wrote the well, yeah. I, I I wrote the intro and sent it to Bo, and then Bo came up with words and chords, and then it just kind of. So really, we kind of wrote everything. I was mean about that. I mean, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to flex or anything, but I definitely put the band together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I told Bo he's playing Sorry. guitar. Sorry. I asked Chris, and then. <laughs> if we broke up. Would you do like an A team style? We're getting the like band back. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Actually, yeah, like I just both came back into town and I was like, oh, let's uh, let's start jamming again, and then hit up Chris, and then eventually hit up Mitch, and then that's kind of we already we already did it. We already got the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said uh, this will come out after you guys perform in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, well, then Saturday we have Front Porch Fest. Yeah, we're playing Front Porch Fest on Saturday. Fest. At the Rathbone. Yeah. At the Rathbone. Yeah. Have you really? Well, not like work there. I work John, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah we play Rathbone. Nah. Get underscore sluice on Instagram, Facebook, Mitch, bass, guitar. Bobo, guitar, and singing. He does two things. <laughs> well, usually one because he forgets his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's definitely something we should have done right now, but uh, uh, it'll make it more special. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Steven. This is Aaron. And Max. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Ooh. Yeah, that was great. <laughs>